like like spunk oh okay okay i didn't get it you needed to explain yeah it. yeah welcome to hardly knower uh i'm turtle pig uh i'm joined by uh the lovely slurp turp and celestia uh how are you two doing thumbs up and a little chin wave thing going on from from slurp i don't know what's going on is is the voice that comes to mind whenever you did that um we also have uh we have we have, we have a guest we haven't had a guest uh on on the show in a while um how i i know you by like five names at this point how do we refer to you for for this um you can just go but call me by beauty rose or booty rose uh there it is or booty rose perfect all right um beauty rose uh i i mean uh, we met you through the twitch you know community i believe you've found how 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 did we first actually i don't even fucking remember how the fuck we met i i just it just seems like you've been like an integral part of both zell and my communities for like a while now so i i don't even it's hard to remember whatever you were not part of the, our communities, I guess. So <laughs> it was a raid by another streamer and you were screaming at, uh, I forget what game it was, but it was one where there was like a giant troll thing. And it was like coming at like, oh, you, you've said it like a couple different, I don't remember what game it was, but it was, I don't know. Sure. But I mean, uh, there are a lot of games Turtle plays where Troll is coming, so you got to narrow it down. It's true. That's absolutely true. There was one. Oh, what is it called? It's like Goblin Fuck or something like that. And I don't, I don't know. It's it's about. It was it was coming to kill you. It was not coming to fuck you. Sure. Well, if I was on Twitch, I don't <laughs> imagine I was able to play a, a fuck game on Twitch. So yeah, uh, unfortunately. Um, Cool. Well, it's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much for uh, coming to hang out. And uh, we have a topic uh, today, which is uh, Debbie sexuality. Is that is that correct? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Cool. So I watched a couple of videos about it beforehand so that I would know a little bit more about it. I tried to do a little bit of research so that I understood just because I'm a little I'm not as well well versed in all of the different areas of the rainbow as I probably ought to be. So I did a little bit more research on it. Um, but maybe it, it, if anyone can kind of like. Well, I thought one of us should be an audience surrogate. So I decided I would be very dumb. All right. Help fair enough. Out. That is a decision. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Talk to me as if I'm the listening audience. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't know about any of this stuff. Sure. So obviously some of the listening audience might. I'm gonna shut up for a minute. <laughs> uh I feel like the the basic most like uh most uh I guess I guess like like simplified definition is that a demisexual person does not have sexual attraction to anyone. They do not already have a like deep emotional connection to i believe is the is a, is a fairly succinct uh way to describe it i do understand that demisexuality exists on a spectrum of the asexual and allosexual asexual meaning no sexual attraction allosexual meaning yes finding sexual attraction so it is in the gray sexual space from what i understand is the the term for this area of the rainbow i suppose um 
but yeah as far as just like a base definition i believe that describes it unless someone wants to correct me on that that sounds about right and that's kind of my experience with it is that it's like a spectrum and that uh for me like i i I, as someone who is demisexual for me i'm on the very far end of the spectrum that once i feel like a romantic like a emotional connection to someone i like i am a very sexual being but i'm not typically like i don't feel sexual attraction unless i've developed a friendship or an emotional connection with someone sure uh one of the things that i heard people talking about as far as like a quick like or one of the first like identifiers for people i suppose whenever they're trying to like you know figure out their sexualities and whatnot is that um you find out that you don't really have celebrity crushes um like you can find somebody aesthetically pleasing you know or, or you can find their personality very charming but you won't be like you know i i'm gonna fuck that per- you know like i want to fuck that person you know I, i'm gonna is a little bit too aggressive uh but but i want i want to i want to have sex with that person isn't really like um, yeah i'm gonna is gonna get you on a list <laughs> Uh, but, and not but you know, like, that, like, please stop sending letters to Gal Gadot. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I watch it's Fast how, and Furious today. That's which is the first is celebrity. Um, yeah, because I don't know. Like, I I feel like I've always had you know like celebrity crushes and stuff like that. Um, but whenever I heard that, I was like, oh, I you know I th- I know a couple of people you know like that 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 I think like fall into that kind of like headspace. And well, whatnot. yeah, I, like, I can imagine that. Yeah. Your boy, not really a big celebrity crush fella. Right. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it for you, but yeah, so, yeah. Well, thank um, you for respecting my autonomy. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. You're not... I, don't, I was I was going to make an aside to our episode about robots and sex dolls, but I didn't. Um, so... Uh, bleep blorp. Bleep blorp. Are you saying Slurp is not a robot sex doll? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to reiterate that he is not. A right. Robot yeah. Sexual. Just, I just wanted to clarify where that train of thought was yeah. going. So yeah. Whoever, whoever, was going. Right. whoever runs the uh, hardly wiki. It's yeah, canonical. Update. I am not a. Yeah. Ribbit sex doll. Ribbit. A robot. Why not? Why not a robot? Robot. Robot. I understand. But ribbit. Ribbit is the name of a robot frog uh, villager from Animal Crossing that I really want on my island. They have I... robots in Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. they're we're they're getting a little distracted, bit more rare. Guys. They're they're a little <laughs> bit more rare as far as the uh, the villagers go. But the uh, yeah, Ribot is like my favorite. He's so cute. I wish I had him on my island. I need to play that game. But yeah, fuck him. <laughs> I mean, I like I I I definitely feel like I am like robot attracted like i don't know what the term for that is robosexual i i definitely like i'm very excited for like i i I am equally scared and aroused by the idea of ai and robotics you know like meeting together you know because that could very easily lead to the end of the world it could also lead to it's it's a lot of fucking you might have some fun in the last like few weeks of it mate Oh yeah, no, I've I've fucking I've been using chatbots for like years now. So yeah, I, I, I in as unattractive I think a, a frog 
creature is. Ribot's cute. You you don't you don't know that. You know how cute Ribot is. <laughs> I think that's that they're a very slurp adjacent creature. So I, I really want to take them under my wing. Sure. They're like As a slurp should. squad honorary. All right. Get in here. Yep. Yeah. Anything that tongue focal. Tongue anyway. focal. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, there you go. I just posted a link to a picture of Ribot so you guys can see what that okay, cutie looks thank like. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Um, and this is an audio. It's. I mean, like, I, it's for you. It's not for the viewer. It's not for the listeners. It's specifically for you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that there was a robot villager. There's several. There's several actually. For oh. for I think for every like animal type, there is a robot variant. Uh, they're just not terribly common. So. Um, yeah. So, anyways, there's that. Um, so, demisexuality. <laughs> Let's face it. There was no smooth transition back. Well, I, I, wrong. So it's interesting that that robot, you know, like came into it just because, like, I feel like a lot of the negative, um, the negative representation of all variants of gray sexuality, of asexuality and demisexuality, a lot of times, like being like a cold robotic person, uh, you know, is one of the one of like the the myths, I suppose, about like that area of like the romantic spectrum. Um, but from what Booty Rose just told us, that's I mean, that, that's just not, it's not correct. It's, it's incorrect that, you know, people that are demisexual, like have, uh, you, you know, like zero uh, sexual attraction or no sexuality, that they don't do sex, that they don't enjoy sex. It's different for different people. You know, like there are some people that, you know, very much like they will do it to like, like please their partner. But for them, it's not something they really like need, you know, like stuff like that. And then there's other people that are like, fuck yeah, like, sex is great. Like I want to do sex, but I like, I only want to do sex, you know, with somebody that I'm, you know, rom romantically and emotionally invested in, which it sounds like is where you fall on that line. Right. Booty Rose? Yes. And it also, it's interesting. Cause I know for me, it's like, like, I know I've talked in like, both. I think both yours and Zell streams about like wanting to fuck Garrus or like different characters from video games, sure. but it's, because like he's also an I've, alien so <laughs> listeners know that is an alien that is an alien bird lizard looking monster uh <laughs> from, from space effect. from mass effect so garris vicarian who was a very studly bird alien but he is still a bird turtle lizard alien so there's that <laughs> but yeah so like it's because i like i can if, if it's someone i can romance in a game or even like like we were saying, like celebrity crushes, like I wasn't a huge celebrity crush person, like Backstreet Boys, I love their music, but like none of them, I am like crazy, like I want to jump their bones. Like I'm just sure. like, they're talented, like they're all good looking, but like they're like, everyone usually has like one Backstreet Boy or NSYNC member that they're like, I would fuck them if I got the chance, I would jump their bones, like I would do things to them if they would let me. Sure. Um, but like... For me, that's not sushi off of their nipples, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> and that is oddly specific, but sure. I've um, always wanted to do that. I don't eat sushi anymore, which, but I've always wanted. But which Backstreet Boy or InSync member do you want to eat off of their 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 nipples? Oh, I, I, that was just like a like a celebrity crush envisioning. Okay, so which celebrity crush are you imagining? <laughs> their nipples covered in sushi. 
Um, I really like Natalie Portman. I've always liked Natalie Portman. That's been that's that that was one of my like like oldest uh childhood crushes was that because of uh because of Star Wars. So um yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Natalie Portman sushi tips. She was yeah, exactly. She was super badass in V for Vendetta. I loved her character in V for Vendetta, that was super fun. Um, oh, that's such a good movie. It's super fun. It's it's a it's it's very that, different that than the the guy comic Fox ways, is a fiend. Yeah. I, I I he's way fucking like crazier and shit. He's a terrorist. Why are we? Yeah. Why are we idealizing this? No, absolutely. Well, I, I mean, like it was already bad enough in the movie, but like in the in the graphic novel, it's like he's like he's bad. Like he's very. Oh, bad. I meant the original, yeah. the actual Guy Fox. Oh, sure, sure. Well, yes, but also, um, su- sushi nipples. Uh, you were talking uh-huh, about yeah. back uh, Backstreet Boys. There we go. We're good. We're good. We came back. <laughs> I don't think. Okay, yeah. can any one of us name a Backstreet Boy? Uh, AJ, Bass. Nick is Carter. That's one of them. No, that is an insane. Yeah, that's an insane <laughs> fella. Damn it, Carter. One one of them is a Carter. Nick Carter. Yeah. yeah one of no well did, did he pass recently no his his brother, brother. his brother did aaron carter that's right yeah yeah that's sad i um, want candy oh oh yeah that's that one okay gotcha yeah T- was timberlake in sync too yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. timberlake was famously in sync and then famously not because he went off and did his own thing sure Dude, did you watch? There was a documentary talking about like how fucked up like the boy bands got like screwed over by all of their managers and shit, and how they were basically broke because of how the contracts were written out, even though they were like, you know, selling out platinum, you know, albums and fucking going to these huge shows and shit, but they're broke as hell. That's so fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm both Britney shit too. You know what I mean? Like that whole just like the, the predatory like managers and and people in that world like ruling their lives. It's awful. Oh yeah, super yep. manipulative. manipulative. And the men, but the manager for both InSync and Backstreet Boys, I think it was the same one. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Was, like, they pit, like pitting them against each other. It was, yeah, yeah, he pitted them against each other on purpose to like create like Discord and like drive up sales, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yep, and it all led to the way that K-pop stars are treated now, because like they korea took what we do to our artists and just like amplified it to like a bajillion and that's why they are popping out so many different groups and stuff all the time with uh you know a culture that is a lot more success driven like sure Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah that's a whole nother episode i imagine we could absolutely dig into like pop bands yeah uh, the bullshit that goes on there because there's a lot there's a lot there um i'm sure we have a lovely listener too that would really feel comfortable like doing a deep dive on the information and present anyway yeah for sure sexuality let's go yes sushi (laughs) nipples Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. When when we when we do an episode about like uh, the the abuse these people face in like uh, pop culture, we're gonna get like tied up talking about like bladders or some stupid shit. Yeah, some dope. You say ladders or bladders? Yeah, maybe a shoot or two. Anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand. <laughs> sure. But yeah, it also so for like like I was saying for me for like. 
I was never like celebrity crush, but like if I watched a show avidly enough, like I used to watch the show Charmed like aggressively. Like I even now, like I was watching it like maybe a few months ago and I could still like quote some of the lines. Um, but with that, with how often, how much I watched that show and how relatable I felt to the characters, I did eventually end up developing eventually a crush on one of the male characters from that show. All right, well, B, so let me ask you this. Um, so it seems like it's more of like a character, someone you're spending time with than a celebrity persona. So it's like, oh, yes. I've watched this show so much. Like I've gone, I've spent a lot of time with this character. I've gotten to know their personality and their like uh, charisma, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of where the attraction lies. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's more. Relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more, not even like, like, like the first few times I was watching the show, like it wasn't immediate like it took probably like three or four seasons before i was like oh like i he like i like him like he's attractive oh yeah yeah again it's about spending that time like you're really uh around it like developing like a i know it's like uh not parasocial but what is there a term for when it's with like fictional character guys mm, i don't know I understand why you're you're leaning on wanting to say parasocial because it is like a yeah. a, a, a more it is a one sided relationship you know what I mean but it feels like there is there is that connection there because of the investment you know it's just that that the the fictional character the, the person it's with doesn't actually exist but it's a yeah, similar you get what I'm similar trying dynamic. to yeah, get absolutely. at yeah yeah for sure I, I I don't know if there's a term for it either um but like as far as like games because you mentioned Garrus um like I feel like people don't give I don't know. I, I guess it makes sense that somebody that is demisexual, you know, would still be able to find an attraction to like a, like a character in a game or in a show or something like that. Because like if you think about it, like it takes, you know, some demisexuals maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, you know, like to to feel invested enough with a real the real life person in order to like really you know like get that attraction to them. And maybe you would see that person once every week once every other week for an hour maybe two hours or something like that uh a video game a, a regular like like uh not streamed not rushed run through of mass effect the first one is 40 to 60 hours the second game i would say 20 to 40 hours the third game i would say 30 to 80 hours depending on how deep you want to get into it and so like that's a fuck ton of time you know and so like that's a huge investment same thing with with charmed i don't know how many fucking seasons there are but i bet there's a lot i bet there's a lot of episodes on that they're what 20 22 minute episodes or are they like the longer 44 40 right they're like 45 minutes and there's eight seasons in your it's like 20 to 23 episodes a season so like it is a lot for this character this character was in almost every episode starting from like season three so yeah i mean like to, it, it's not hard to imagine how somebody with like i guess like the the sexual requirements of a demisexual you know what i mean as far as like uh like amount invested into a person you know or a character like how that can overlap but it's not the same as like again seeing wonder woman in the first 10 minutes and being like yo i wanna well yeah but i was like oh giselle's in a new movie sure sure well yeah I, yeah i don't know see and, and, like there's there's also like there's also a difference between like aesthetic appreciation like you like you mentioned this booty roads like aesthetic appreciation and like a legitimate like like i i can and do envision putting my penis in this person or or whatever your genital 
you know, like uh, situation is. Yeah, you know? whatever your general situation. <laughs> general situation, situation is a yeah. very funny term, and I love it. I, I, I'm Honestly, that. that that should be our show's episode. Um, the name? That should be the name of the whole show. For <laughs> general situation, <laughs> that is cute. I do like that. Um, that'll be season two's title. We this the two hundred episodes have been one season so far. So um, <laughs> so we're like uh, we got another like seventy ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hardly know where, and then we'll start genital situation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Electric boogaloo. Um, <laughs> yeah, See, yeah, because I don't know, because like I absolutely find, um, sorry, demisexuality is like fascinating to me because like one of the other hallmarks of it, I suppose, is that you don't really like subscribe to or understand or relate to hookup culture at all. And like, that's me. Like that's that I, I am, I am like 200% in that category. I feel like, I, I don't know if I have a hard time separating between like aesthetic attraction and I, I, I feel like I am sexually attracted to people, but I would never act on it. So I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know what that is. Cause I could be like, yo, that person's really hot. I would, I bet having sex with them would be great. But then like, if we met and they were like, let's have sex. I'd be like, oh, let's get coffee. I'm like, I'm excited. <laughs> you know, like, let's, let's get coffee first. And like, let's, let's, you know, let, let's talk about it or, you know, like whatever before, before jumping into that. Cause I, I tried to do the hookup thing and I never really enjoyed it or liked it, you know? So I don't know yeah. what that means or where that puts me on this, but I know several people uh have uh mentioned that i that it might be the case that i am that way uh that i'm i'm somewhere in this gray sexual area um uh, but then that comes into labeling too right because like labeling can be helpful to like find like to understand like oh there's other people like me or like oh maybe this can help explain why i am this way or why i am that way but ultimately like everyone's a, like a little bit different so like labeling isn't the end all be all right it's not like i gotta find exactly like the stamp that i gotta put on myself and i am you know uh a, a, a demisexual romantic uh you know hetero flexible i like to eat ass you know like whatever like label like configuration you are like that's not like it's not the most important thing of like figuring out your sexuality i guess but it's just like understanding yourself, I suppose. But uh, that was an interesting discussion that I saw people talking about too, because like the whole gray sexual spectrum is a little, is, is, is less explored. And so like the labeling part of it is still confusing for a lot of people, even within that sphere, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do this I show and I'm still trying to. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I had first heard the term demisexual probably in college and one of my friends said she thought she was and I was like cool like what the what the hell does that mean so I did a bunch of online research because I was like I don't want to make her tell me if it's something she's uncomfortable with or she doesn't want to talk about it or whatever so I did a bunch of research and I was like oh like that sounds interesting and then I want to say it was around the time of the pandemic when my relationship before my current one ended like abruptly like it was like right like a week before everything shut down and so holy I tried... shit that's a yeah. whole episode i think <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that was wild. also over what the a phone <laughs> it was a six and a half year relationship that ended over the phone oh 
Oh, yeah. yeah, that is an episode to just talk that out. <laughs> I'm joking. And that, you know, that's I would not never do worst... that for an episode, but just this is oh, this shit. is me inviting you to come back whenever you want to talk about any of this stuff because I think it's fascinating. <laughs> I'd love to just talk to you about it. That's Go ahead, wild. please. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say that's not even my worst breakup that I've ever had. Um, but it was interesting learning about that I could potentially be demisexual because I've never been one to have like a one night stand or like a one night hookup or anything like that. And looking back on how my relationship started, it kind of made sense because with my first relationship in, in uh, high school, that, that was a train wreck relationship, but um, in high school, I, just, I think we all are owed <laughs> one train wreck high school relationship <laughs> this was like the i was only ever in one relationship in high school and it probably was for the best but this one i had so my freshman year of high school i went to three different high schools Jesus. Um, yeah <laughs> uh perks of being a foster kid in ah. care of the state <laughs> um so the final high school i went to i didn't really start until like february so like I went, I was at one school up until like midterms and then I left right before midterms. Then I was at another school just for midterms. And so I literally sat in the back of the classroom for like two weeks reading because they weren't going to make me learn a whole new curriculum and test on it. But anyways, uh, at the third school, they had just finished midterms. So they were starting a whole new curriculum. So it was great. And so I sat with this group of people at, in the lunchroom and there was like, I want to say like four or five of them. Uh, Cause it was like, the the it wasn't bench seating it was like circle seating like there was like six like 12 seats to a table but like six on like each side and it like folded up um and so there's like four or five of us sitting on the end and one of them became my best friend who we're still friends with to this day like I was the officiant at her wedding like we still connect and stuff and one of them was this guy who seemed nice enough and was was like didn't seem like a bad person was good to get along with and about a week or two into starting at the school he started to like show interest and I was like kind of freaked out because I was like I I I don't know what to do with this I've never been the girl like I've never been the girl that people have crushes on like this one time that they do like I don't know what to do and so it made me like sick literally sick to my stomach so sick that I went to the nurse's office and she had me lay down she gave me I think like Tums or something and said to like lay down I'll send you back to class after lunch. It'll, um, it'll be fine. And so it was like at the beginning of the lunch period. So there was still like 20 minutes to the period. And he walks into like, uh, somehow he got permission from the nurse to come into the room that I was like sleep, like resting in and talk to me Hold and told on. me. What? Yeah, that was the first red flag that I should have been aware of. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I... No, it's fine. Listeners were like, excuse me? Yeah, yeah, that, that was an immediate knee-jerk kind of... Like, like oh. Jesus fucking... Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was just so taken aback by that happening. No, that's fine. That, looking back, I should have, like, it makes sense that as to why I felt the way I did in the next... That I'll explain in the next, like, 30 seconds. But yeah, that... Looking back, it was a huge red flag that I should have just ran as far as I could in the opposite direction. Um, but he came in, told me like how he felt about me and all this other stuff. And I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like I, 
I barely know you. Like, I just started the school, like, maybe almost a month now. So, like, I don't really know anyone. Like, I'm still just trying to find my footing as a freshman in a brand new high school for the third time that year. And so we stayed friends for a bit. And then towards the end of the semester, like, it was, like, May, June by this point, he mentioned it again. And I was, like, still trying to find my footing because it was, like, the end of my freshman year, like I was trying to learn how to be a teenager. Um, and so we started hanging out a lot that summer. Um, and then at the end of the summer, um, after we had like, we would spend like this group of, it wasn't, it wasn't just he and I one-on-one, -on -one. it was like this group of friends and I, we would all like go walking down, um, down by the water. Cause there was a giant, like kind of like river I don't really want to give away too much of where it is but like um it, it was a fun body of water to walk near in the summer uh so we would all walk around it at the end of the summer I found out he was in a relationship and by that point I was like well shit he seems really cool like I kind of like him like I could see this maybe going somewhere and so I probably I sh said something when I probably shouldn't have because he was in a relationship like I shouldn't have said anything but I said something to him and a week later, he broke up with her and decided that he was going to be with me, which is also another red flag. <laughs> um, but just look, it was interesting because looking back at how that relationship started, it like me, like, I don't know if a typical high schooler would have felt like similar or if they would have felt like if they would have tried having a relationship sooner. Um, that relationship ended in a uh to age myself a microsoft chat um that he didn't even initiate his one of our friends who coincidentally was his ex-girlfriend messaged me and said hey he doesn't want to be with you anymore um and yeah that was a whole thing it was he his own account no it was so it was the three of us in this chat room on microsoft it was in a chat room uh -oh. <laughs> Oh. Whole, oh my god <laughs> oh man. so we dated pretty much for my entire sophomore year and then homie could have like, just put us away message as sorry <laughs> sorry beauty rose we done holy shit dude i miss having away messages and shit that was dope that was awesome i wish i could do that for discord so people will leave me alone when i don't you want can. to i mean i can have a status how do you do like, like a like an auto oh, response i don't know message? i guess yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair yeah, I want Turtle's away message to be like a quote I said on this show. Yeah, I want to put like stupid quotes and shit like that or or like song lyrics so I could feel deep about stuff, you know? I remember yeah, like that was such a like a that was a, like it, uh, to date uh, myself. That was such a big heart flutter moment when my crush had like uh, uh aim copy and paste of our conversation to her away message. I was like, yep. there's a chance there or like smash cut there wasn't. <laughs> Our song as their away, as in, in their profile, or you know, whatever you're like, <gasps> or their At MySpace whatever song. Whatever time Slurp yep. Twerp said to me, this that's my away message. Yep, Insta boner. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. Oh man, that's yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's so, yeah, I, I guess it, like because thinking back, because there's a lot of shit that happened, you know, growing up that like. Man, if I 
if I knew anything, you know, about all the different, you know, sexualities and different kind of personalities that people have and mental health issues that people have and all this other kind of stuff, it's like it reframes a lot of your childhood and the people that you knew and like the people that you liked and the people that you disliked and the people you didn't understand. Like it frames all of it in a completely different light. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Because like you absolutely did fucked up shit, you know, to people that didn't deserve it or you were friends with people that really didn't deserve your friendship because they were, you know, like way more fucked up than you, uh, than, than you probably thought at the time, you know? Um, Jesus. Yeah. So, sorry. I thought, well, yeah, a I mean, specific, I, uh, <laughs> thing, but yeah, I think if we start trying to unpack some childhoods, we'll be here all goddamn night. Yeah. Yeah. That's for goddamn sure. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, it must be difficult um because of how like ro uh romance and relationship focused like our culture and you know like the media is for sure about like, oh, you know a hundred percent spend like, your time societally to find love, yeah, you know that's like such a huge thing culturally in society all that shit but like yeah like you said find your one true love da 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 all these things it's exactly and so people that don't fit i guess like within that norm whether that is uh you know like asexuality or you know variants thereof or you know, well even kind of like polyamory or you know like or, or you know whatever you know that don't fit into that idea of what internal i think you and i probably fell into this a lot as a uh, young lads is like uh, the rom-com kind of like trope of everything like try to like try to follow along the lines of those silly ass movies like sure try, try, try to bring like, that into reality and it's like that's not how this works. yeah that's not <laughs> it's very rarely how a relationship a good healthy relationship works as we yeah. discovered with our discussion on the notebook so yeah a lot of the time most people in those movies are acting wrong <laughs> yeah or like oh so it's being bad <laughs> or like have you have any of you guys seen the movie he's just started that into you Mm, no. oh that that could be it that you guys could do that for a topic because that one it's all about like tropes and relationships and how like it, it plays on the stereotype of like oh well if he pulls your hair then he likes you um oh. and things that like it's what is all this about, hey like, arnold this, uh so, like kind of but like it's this one girl who goes through and is like well i just want to meet the one i just want to meet the, like have the guy call me back and all this stuff and like it's like it's it's similar to like Valentine's Day and like New Year's Day or New Year's Eve or whatever, where there's like multiple. Oh, stores. a Gary Marshall joint. Uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, so I just know the director of those movies. That's embarrassing. Oh, OK. Well, it's a similar style to nerd. that where there's like different stories going Fucking on. And <laughs> they didn't watch the happy days. Gary mm. Marshall. Anyway, sorry. Nerd. Um, but like it's all I could about, get like, up for a different... minute <laughs> yes we're, you're being kicked out of your own podcast I'll be back I'll be right back <laughs> I'll, I'll take a two minute timeout. there you go yeah go sit in the corner think about what you've done you didn't even hear me chastising him just then <laughs> oh listeners oh, you'll just have to imagine what's happening right now Patreon oh, members no, can see it now he's walking away. <laughs> Bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> but yeah, it's a movie that like is full of all different types of stereotypes of like 
just because he doesn't do this or he does that or he waits three days to call you back. Like it, it's all these little different tiny signs that show like, oh, he might like you or he might be interested. Mm-hmm. And it's like all weird micro expressions and shit like that. Like, yeah, weird. it's just stupid bullshit. I, I watch so... that movie and I like yell at the TV of how stupid the movie is. Well, because like, I mean, like, I, I, I'm no, I'm no expert on this, obviously, but I mean, like, I did. I mean, I went to school for psych, and I know that you're very knowledgeable in that in that realm as well. Just and like, it's just so weird that people subscribe to things like that and like, like, uh, like body language analysis to like to 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 believe that it's like 100, you know, accurate 100 of the time, um, and be like, oh well you know her feet weren't pointed towards you so she's not sexually interested in you or, or whatever it's like what that might just be fuck kind posture of yeah yeah shit man just she's be bisexual tired? what do you like she sits weird like what do you what do you want so you know <laughs> uh for i was late to the party on that one there is a running trope or a running joke that bisexuals all sit strangely um and every bisexual that i know does sit strangely so like it's obviously not like a completely accurate but it's very funny that it is very close to 100 accurate in my life i don't know what you're talking about i sit like a perfectly normal human being at my desk you chair you don't sure i do you and jeter are both like fucking shrimps in your chair all the time i only have one knee up right now Oh, that reminds me. I have shrimp. What do you want from me? I don't. <laughs> so wait, I'm not bisexual, but I have my leg like almost up to my computer. That's what I'm saying. Like obviously, it's not like a like a like, you know like a one to one you know like kind of thing. Yeah. But like it's just funny that it seems like it's a running joke that seems to also be mostly accurate. You know. So <laughs> well, it's like the thing. Um, I don't know if you took research methods, but I'm taking it now as a for the second time in my career. But like. Ice cream sales drive up murders or homicides. Yeah. Excuse like, me, what? <laughs> yep. So in psychology, there's this really famous, like, it's the whole correlation, correlation does not equal causation. Yep. Um, and so someone associated the fact that ice cream sales went up in the summer with the fact that homicide rates also went up in the summer. And we're like, oh, well, ice, like, proving that you need to figure out what the, like, what the actual possible correlation is because also like nothing proves anything, but like they were yeah, saying, no, I get, yeah, it's not yeah. Co- co- correlation is not causation. Da, da. Okay. That that's just an example of it. Yeah. That is the, like the famous okay. example that in all psychology classes, like that yeah. is what they teach you because it's, it's hilarious to imagine that the more, well, it's a silly the version. Only, like, the more, the, the, everyone dies, but it, it also tends to be true. But you know that's just because of the, the 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 summer aspect of it. But yeah, so yeah, people and are like out and heat. about more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, um, well, I guess what they ended up possibly finding and not even proving because you can't really prove anything in psychology is that it was more likely the heat driving up like people's anger and I mean like when it's hot out, what do you what do you want to go out for? Like you want to go out for ice cream. Yep. And so murder. There, there was a there was a there was a third <laughs> attribute that was influencing uh, the interaction yeah. between those. So no, no, I get it. It's like, like I can murder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you got some ice cream first. 
Yeah, get a ice sandwich. And then get us those. What's your no, favorite? No, I'm a hundred percent cookie dough, uh, vanilla and cookie dough, whatever. No, you definitely got to. You want to go out? You want to do a murder and then uh, celebrate a successful murder with an ice cream cone? What if you want to have ice cream to like energize yourself for the murder? Selfish little bitch. Wow. That's very rude. You, you got to uh, earn your ice cream. Jesus Christ. Go do your murder <laughs> first. Then Holy you shit. earned your cone, dog. Oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get the cones normally. Um, I'm going to oh. earn my cone. I put the cone on top of the cup because I'm a clumsy bitch. So sure. I don't want to drop it, but I still want the cone. So I just plop the well, cone on top. The waffle cone. Is, I mean, the sugar waffle cone is yummy. <sighs> Mm, I, love I like those. the ones that are shaped like bowls. Those are nice. I like those. Waffle cones are so good. When I was a kid, I put a waffle cone and I like ate all the ice cream out of it, but like just left the whole cone on its own. And I put it in a bag and left it for the next day so that I could eat the cone. <laughs> and that, that's uh, a choice. I'm really glad I didn't get sick because I, I applaud you looking out for future yourself with like a extra next day treat yeah and just sucked like all the ice cream out and then left it food. until the next day i'm surprised i didn't get food poisoning i yeah. like dairy just sucked out of it and just i mean there was still ice cream obviously on the inside sure but i want it to be like squishy oh i've had so much squishy. raw cookie dough it is uh i i probably have cancer yeah <laughs> But it was I so, so good. Much. Yeah. But I, and I, the one time I got food poisoning was from eating salads. So, awesome <laughs> or eating? Eating. Um, it was the the big salad recall from like last it. year. Yeah, it was not fun. What what sort of salad do you think it was? That was a that was an analingus joke. Because no, I know I I I got that. I was okay. trying to that went help way over my walk. head. Yeah, I know. That's why it's funny to me. But <laughs> rude. Never coming back here. <laughs> I've been telling myself that for twenty seven episodes. Yep, God bless. Um, and I'll be back next week, guys. It's fine. Hyman, um, what were we gonna talk about? Oh, favorite ice cream. Um, <laughs> that's what this episode's about. Yeah, 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 I like pistachio gelato. That stuff's good. I can't have that anymore because like gelato's like super rich. But uh, I also really like. Um, this isn't really a flavor, I guess, but like ice cream sandwiches. Like I love ice cream sandwiches. I fucking love ice cream sandwiches. I love ice cream sandwiches. I just hate getting the ice cream sandwich on my finger. Oh yeah. That sure. is the worst fucking, ugh. You have to like scrape it it's off so with your messy. teeth because you can't just uh-huh. suck it off. And then yeah. it gets like stuck to like the roof of your mouth and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in between And so you your just teeth. end up like, yeah. You're trying to get it off. <laughs> like a dog with peanut butter. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, good shit. Good shit. So demisexuality. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. oh yeah. What is your favorite? What is your favorite uh, ice cream? My favorite ice cream is candy can ice cream, which is different than peppermint ice cream. I didn't it's even know that was a flavor. Cane. What is what is it? Tastes so, like, pep- like peppermint. It's I want to say the base of it is like a vanilla ice cream. But then there's like little chunks of like candy cane in it and it turns that and then so like the ice cream is pink oh. and so it's like pink ice cream but it's not like pink flavor that sounds cute 
and it just has like little little chunks of like delicious candy cane it's just like really refreshing and delicious we had it at like our pizza place back home and they Mm. had like ice cream tubs and i haven't been able to find it since like i can find like mint ice cream but mint is different than candy cane and peppermint is also different than mint and candy cane there's like three different flavors and candy cane is delicious the ice cream shop um up at like uh there's one up in like northern north central massachusetts that is has bomb ass candy cane ice cream um and i think they still have it even now but uh being a new englander my favorite is pumpkin uh when it's that season yeah pumpkin ice cream is delicious i've never even heard of that that's wild oh it's so good um it's like it's like if someone took the innards of a pumpkin pie and just like threw it onto some ice cream and it like the ice cream itself is obviously orange, but it also just like tastes like pumpkin pie. It is amazing. I do like pumpkin pie. I fuck with pumpkin pie. I I like get that ice cream, Turk. No, my like favorite part pies. of the pumpkin pie is the whipped cream. Mm. God, turtle, right. you're just on one. <laughs> I am. I'm super on one tonight. Um, there's a in the Philippines a very popular. I mean, in addition to ube, which they have ube everything over there, uh, the purple yam. Um, but in addition to that, they have something that Zell will hate. Um, they A very popular flavor over there is cheese ice cream. That is a very popular flavor in the Philippines. Um, and uh, I've had it. I'm it ready to fuck with it. Tell me it, about it. It's it's not bad. Like, I, ha- I you know, I had it because, I mean, like. Right, it's not great then. My there. man said it's not bad. So it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a favorite over there so i mean clearly a lot of people like it but you know it's not my favorite yeah but like i like nutty. i like jolly bee sorry you don't like jolly bee oh are we, about, are we about to fight them's fighting words i've never even had it you're not allowed to not like it <laughs> jolly wait bee. what is jolly bee i don't it know what a, this is it's a filipino fast food restaurant so it okay. is what is everywhere in the philippines in addition to mcdonald's of course but also um, they have it in any area that has a very high uh, Filipino population. So in California, in Houston, and in Chicago are the places that I know. Tejas has a one. few locations now. Oh, I said, did I say Houston? I said Houston. I oh, think did uh, Houston. DF Dubs has a few. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they added one there. That's cool. Um, my dream. What about, hmm? It's my dream. Jollibee's pretty dumb. I mean, like, it has Jollibee. a lot of, like, like Filipino staples. Obviously, it's not going to be as good, like, because Filipino food, like, you always think of, like, your family's cooking. Obviously, it's not going to be as good as that. But, right. like... It's not my aunties making lumpia for, like, two days because they only want to have to do it once for the next, like, three months and then exactly. freeze Exactly, so they just freeze <laughs> it, yeah. Um, but, like... I don't know if you want like bungos and rice in the morning, you know what I mean? And like your parents aren't making it or whatever, and you don't know how to make it, then it's awesome. Um, you know, shit like that. Or they're maybe they're that was the problem. When I had Jollibee, it was like a burger and spaghetti. Sure. Why are you eating like, burger and spaghetti? At spaghetti is a very I was common, it is a very today. common side dish. I was with Filipino a bunch of Filipino spaghetti. people when I got that order. They're like, you got to get this at Jollibee. And I was like, oh, this is not impressive. Yeah. The chicken there is, I, is, I remember it being good. And then the breakfast stuff. So either sinigang or uh, bangus is is really good. Bangus is, is milkfish that is marinated in like vinegar and then fried. It's It was my favorite 
uh, breakfast. That does sound good. It's so good. So good. Um, Booty, what is your favorite ice cream? Um, well, in the fall, it's pumpkin. And then... Oh, that's right. Sorry. I lately, that. like, it, anytime it's not the fall, it, I, it, like, switches. But, like, my current favorite that's been my favorite for about two-ish years now is uh, cookies and cream. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cookies and cream is an easy go-to. Like, if I'm just going to, like, slap. the grocery store, it's going to be probably cookies and cream. They have know, vegan cookies and cream. That's that's pretty good now. So I'm like, hell yeah! Like I'm 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 good with that. Ben and I, like, I might have to so. try that because I can't. Uh, in the summer, my, because I'm mildly lactose intolerant. In the summer, I can't eat like massive amounts of ice cream because I'll get like an upset stomach. Upset stomach. Uh, so I, I like tummy to better, that. but go yeah, ahead, tummy's fine. Yeah, this is a tummy approved podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, ben, yeah, Ben and Jerry's has like a whole line of vegan uh, flavors, and they're all fantastic that I've had so far. So um, I like those cookie dough balls that you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. Those are good. I think those are also Ben and Jerry's. They might not be, but they have the little cookie cookie dough bites. But they're uh, they're soy boy friendly, so that's nice. Um, how do we get to ice cream from? I have causation no idea. And We've causality. been on it for a uh, while too. Yeah. Oh, well, murder, murder, and ice awesome. cream. Yeah, yeah, murder and ice cream. Yeah, that's where, where it came from. Um, cool. How do we get to murder? I think if I was going to murder someone and get ice cream, I'd get a chocolate taco, though. Ooh. Oh, are we talking specifically like what ice cream we'd get uh, adjacent to a murder? Sure, sure, why not? Yeah. Oh, I'd why get a uh, orange sherbet. Okay. <laughs> you know those strawberry shortcake ones? I was going to say the strawberry shortcake. Oh. I like the chocolate one more than the... the uh, I prefer the chocolate one. But really? you can have the strawberry one. I'll have so the what? strawberry. Yeah, I like the, so the yes, the like the, the crumbly shit on the outside. Oh, I'm all about. Like I said, I like I like the savory and like nutty more like flavors and stuff like that more so. So like that kind of thing, I'm all about. Same thing why I like the ones like the 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 choco cones with like the like nuts all over the top of it. I'm all about that. And then they have like a solid chocolate at the bottom of the cone to to block it up. I hate that. Oh, well, I, I mean, it makes sense so that it doesn't, you know, like, like it's a, it's a logistical thing, you know, like as to why. For sure. Yeah. I always give it to my sister. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> See, I always flick the nuts off because I don't like the nuts, but I love like everything else. And I especially love the, the chocolate like base. So like, sure. I'll like, if I'm out, if I'm outside, I'll sit there and like flick the nuts off. But if I'm inside, I'll just eat, eat the nuts. Uh, uh, audio grab that. Yeah. When I'm outside. <laughs> I don't like to flick my nuts. I normally like if they're if it feels uncomfortable, I'll like kind of like squat, you know, to like unstick them. Or you like pinch and roll is how you scratch your balls. It's like you don't actually scratch them. Yeah, because like if you actually like scratch your balls and like your 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 nails are like even a little bit sharp, like that hurts. But like if you have an itch, if like okay here, so like on my elbow, right? You have excess skin on the elbow. Instead yeah. of like scratching on it, imagine this is my ball sack. Instead of scratching on it, you can like squeeze, like you pinch and you can like roll it. And that gives like the same amount of relief of scratching without actually scratching. So you don't hurt your balls whenever you do that. That's just a, a fun, um, a fun uh, ball sack, scrotum haver secret that you can take with you. If you, anyone that Ball doesn't know what I'm doing, yeah, there you go. So, uh, well, I don't know I about I having the only any one of these parts, so I have no idea about any of this. I have I, no tactics of doing anything, anything to, to alleviate. Balls have never itched. 
I thought I was Never the only one that's well, I don't have them, so I, I I wouldn't know. And then I got on Reddit, and it turns out like tons of dudes also do that. And I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. I guess we all figured it out. Which I mean, like, obviously, I mean, like, there's so many people, but I know. will my testicles to a pocket dimension. Oh, okay. Through uh, a big spell, I know. Nice. There you go. Perfect. What happens if you roll a one though? I. They go into a dimension in your own mouth. <laughs> I have, I have, I have a, a feat that allows me to uh, negate uh, one roll. I thought you were talking about like feet, like like anatomically. I did too for a second. Well, yeah. I have feet. My feet are what allow me to negate the rolls. Mm, good, perfect, excellent. So your feet. I have, have I, I have lucky uh, Hobbit feet. Right. Obviously. Yeah, so it's like a racial component to where I can sure. uh re-roll ones. Nice. I like that. That's good. So that's like a lucky rabbit foot? Right. But it's a lucky his own slurp feet. foot, yeah. Hmm. Convenient. Yeah. Yep. So, so I guess you really chop really off the feet. Yeah. And We've... if I chop off Slurp's feet, then I can be lucky. Then you'll have a yes. Zell, if you lop off my feet. His feet feet. And wear, like, preserve them in a way and wear them around your neck. Yeah, you you would have some sort of luck. I'll go for ice cream after. So gross. I fuck it. It's so weird. I don't know, man. I know I'm a, I'm a soy boy, so I, like, the whole practice of, like, carrying around a rabbit's foot is so fucking weird to me. That's such a, like, it's such, like, a weird, it's just yeah, Especially when practice. I, like, learned that they were real feet. I think yeah. that's what really fucked me up. It's, like, when I learned that they were, like, real feet, and, like, I remember seeing, like, a bucket of them at, like, a Halloween event because like it was the prizes and so like it was like a big thought they were fake. I thought that they were fake, but then like I learned that they were real and I was so sad seeing all these like dyed rabbit feet. You grab it and you could feel the bone on the inside and you're like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh man. Like I I understand that like I probably have like a higher sensitivity to that for being a little like soy boy bitch but like still like it, it i don't know just the concept of it weird nah, you don't have to be a vegan to be upset be at lucky the... rabbit's feet it's so yeah, weird that, that's cringy. it's so strange yeah, and then died which is so weird too i mean like that was, i mean just like a neon purple rabbit's foot <laughs> like i'm I don't know. Okay, it's time for the book fair. Go get your uh, scholastic gear. Uh, rabbits, feet, and I spies. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, if I, it's so I don't know. This is a common soy boy talking point, but like, it's the 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 animals that we choose to give a shit about and like be like like offended by if something happened to them post during their life or afterwards is so weird to me because like I don't know if I found out after my cat died, somebody took his arm and was carrying it around for luck. I'd be like, hey, weird. <laughs> Fucking stop. And then died it and like put it on a keychain. Yeah, exactly. She's like, what the fuck kind of weird thing is that? It's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a very strange thing. I like, do I, do I believe that there are like old like beliefs about it back in the day? Sure. We're also in 2023 so like you know what i mean i don't think anyone that like was uh using that uh i I don't even know the word but like you know like if it's a cultural thing i don't think they envisioned it being sold a sold at spencer's nine-year-olds buying it with like shitty books with ar points okay i'm being mean to scholastic buying it with (laughs) books there you go that's fair (laughs) 
Book fairs are dope. Ah, uh, you can get a uh, the severed leg of a rabbit, four pencils, and an <laughs> Arthur and the Bernstein Bears goes to church. Nice. There you go. I anyway, demisexuality. We should have a book fair. We should we should host a book fair. That'd be dope. We should. That would be awesome. I would go to that book fair. So just we can like have all sorts of like trinkets and sex toys and books and stuff. Yeah, for sure. That could be fun. Uh, right? So it's like the Kama Sutra and. So like you can get your lucky Harley rabbit foot and a lucky rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and, and uh, uh, a, a free door prize can be a condom for like safe sex. Sure. Absolutely. I'm actually really excited. I'm I'm going on vacation later on this year and there is a like a museum to erotica uh it, where i'm going and i'm like that sounds shit so i'm very excited to check that out uh i imagine like like our idea of like a adult book book fair seems like it would line up very well with a with a museum to erotica i feel honestly like the idea of an again. adult book fair is pretty cute right i think so it's like buying a bunch of smut books yeah, yeah and like awesome. posters and, and stuff like that could be like posters just like sure. i mean because i mean there used to be like little hang in there posters or like the car posters sure. or whatever but we could have like like smut and like fanfic art and stuff as like the posters that you can get yeah this would much, be a yeah. hey let's make this show popular so we could take we it on tour and, and a, do yeah. that i, I we'll hardly know our so con. bad I mean, don't yeah. end the show while i'm gone there you go. Uh, what is it? Genital situation. That was a <laughs> genital situation con. Oh my gosh! Yes. The GS Gen con. con. Oh yeah. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Good shit. Um. What was I'm trying to think if there's anything else from. Oh what yeah. I watched on demisexuality. Oh, one of the other things was that uh, demisexuals like all or most relationships start through friendship. It's not very often that it like, it starts with a pursue, you know, like somebody pursuing somebody else um, is, is, is what a lot of the demisexuals, I guess like that I was, you know, that were interviewed or whatever were saying, you know, something along those lines. And all of my successful relationships started out with friendships. Uh, so like, I, I, I can, I can understand that, you know, like that, that kind of idea or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that, 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 I mean, that does make sense though, obviously for, for, you know, like the way that I guess like demisexuals, you know, that, that works, you know? Um, but yeah, that's a, I, I guess it's weird. I, I, I find it weird because like, I, I, I guess I thought that that's how most or all relationships go, but I guess not. I guess there's, there's a, a good bit of people that like immediately are, are pursuing the other person. Yeah, one of my longest, my longest relationship, actually, um, which was like five, almost six years, um, we met each other. I think I've told this story before on here, but mm -hmm. I'll make it quick. We met each other one night, we ended up fucking that night because the chemistry was just there. Um, I ended up staying the night with him that night, woke up the next morning, it was his mom's birthday. And he was like, hey, do you want to just be like someone I ended up with? Or like, should we make this official? And we dated. And so we started dating like that day and then dated for five and a half, five and a half years. Yeah. And so like for me, yeah, for me, it's definitely, I don't know. I can, I can do both. Like I've had relationships that started out as friendships and I've had relationships that just like, 
happened. started and like we were just like in it mm-hmm. yeah and I think that was part of the like light bulb turning on for me was like I've never had a relationship or even thought about having a relationship without being friends with them first like sure there was someone I had a crush on through like middle and high school and we had been friends for a while um and never ended up going anywhere um and then my current relationship we were friends in college kind of he he stepped down and um I went on to graduate and moved away and whatnot and then a few months into the pandemic we started talking and we start we hung we didn't even start dating immediately we started we went hiking we went like we did things that you could do like distancing like we went hiking because you could keep distance and wear masks and be pretty safe and then we went to a restaurant and again it was we could keep masks on most of the time and it was nice to like sit and talk and then we like went camping a couple times and like it was like the second or third time that we went camping that we were like hey like this could this could be going somewhere and that's we've been dating for almost three years since um but like looking back at all my relationships they've all started off as friends and either had a small gap or a pretty big gap before we started making things sexual and turning it into like dating and having a relationship having like a sexual romantic relationship with one with one another I'm trying to think if I've had a relationship where I immediately, I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever, I, I, early on in relationships, I feel like I have like said that I'm like interested, you know, but like, I also know that I had a really bad problem before. Uh, I would like to think I don't anymore, but who knows? Um, of uh like really falling in love with the aesthetic of a person and like just running with that you know and so like i really liked how like somebody like looked and they acted and they portrayed themselves and whatnot but i didn't really focus too much on like the interactions that we had i was just so into like them as a person that i didn't really like think about like us as a couple and so like i immediately was like yo that's the kind of person like i i want to get a relationship with and that's whenever i would express my interest but we never I don't think I've ever like just gotten into a relationship like, you know, like just like that or whatever. It always started with like, we still need to get to know each other. We still need to be friends and shit like that, you know, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have. I don't think I have done that. I mean, like I, I've tried to do stuff, but like it never it didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like, I've I'm, always. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. And I was going to say for me, it's always been like I've always found it more rewarding when it has been like a uh taken to time taking the time to get to so- know somebody uh or if someone i was already friends with and then a relationship blossomed that's great that's always been where i found the most success in relationships sure anytime i have had like a it be like a one night thing or whatever those are always more upsetting i guess then oh uh yeah no i mean yeah same uh yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i think that's why i'm kind of like interested in learning more about this because like hey i like obviously the first thing we brought up was the celebrity crush thing like oh yeah i relate to that maybe i would recommend you look into it just because like there are a lot of things and, and obviously like we said this is a 
you know, sexuality is a spectrum, right? Uh, of course, and, of course. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, it might be worth looking into. Again, not that the label matters, you know, and especially, I mean, like no, you're, yeah. you're, you've been in a, a, a long and uh, yeah, I'm established like relationship a for a very long time. <laughs> I don't so, think this is going to like... It's not like a make or break thing, but it, you no, know, it is I interesting think, um, to like look into, you know, yeah. so... Um, it's cool but, learning about yourself and like uh, if, if you ever have any questions like i i don't know uh your my discord is always open like if you ever have questions about things like i'm certainly not an expert like i am still learning things about being demisexual but like i it's something that i've kind of learned and like it's not something that i'm like I'm not hiding it, but it's not something I'm like screaming from the rooftops because it's just I want to in a very committed relationship. And two, like it just not that it doesn't matter per se, but like you were saying, Turtle, like it's more just about like the spectrum and like it's not like it really matters necessarily what the label like it's labels are. Kind yeah, of, it's there. Yeah, you know, it's there. And yeah, I think, think if anything, we're at a place, uh, a place. Well, certainly in our communities, uh, like adjacent to this show, it's like we're all pretty understanding. We're pretty welcoming and encouraging of everyone else, but it doesn't need to necessarily be like a you're in a lane. We're all just we're trying like to like do our little best. Yeah. Yeah, ex yeah, exactly. We're not. In, no one's in, in like a, a specific box. Everyone's just trying to do their best. Like, and, and I, I think we as a community are supportive of all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think like that idea or the mentality to like put people in those boxes or to like refer to people like almost like solely by these like describing factors, these labels or whatever. Yeah, like is what leads to like bad representation in media. It's what leads to. Um, you know like stereotypes you know of, of of people and whatnot i mean like i don't know like these different things are parts of who you are they are maybe what you are but they're not who you are you, you, you know and so like that's why um like i don't like it whenever like i don't know the asexual in a show or whatever like their personality is that they're asexual you know what i mean like that's not cool right or the bisexual person is a slut and cheating on people and like can't keep it in their pants and then the, this person like You've got like the gay best friend trope or it's just sure. a guy who's always going to be like your best friend and like go to fashion and like, yep. All I mean, this other shit. with, 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 uh, you know, uh, cause it's, I mean, it's obviously because of there's a lot of laws and bullshit happening right now, but you know, people in the trans community, they're like, I'm more than just trans. You, you know what I mean? Like I am trans, but like, I am also, you know, so an, an engineer. I am, you know, into theater. I'm into, you know, whatever the case may be, right? And so, like, yeah, we're, we're I'm also a judge master. I'm also fucking, exactly, yeah, yeah. It does it all, all, yeah. It's just an aspect. Yeah, labels are important. I think for finding community and learning mm -hmm. more about yourself and yeah, hundred percent, like self discovery and things like that. But like. I, I definitely am someone who I'm not anti-label because, again, I think they're really good for self-discovery and providing community and other people who, like, think the same way and things like that. But, like, at the end Support. of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, though, like, those aren't, like, it's not, like, the biggest thing. Like, if you don't have an exact label for, like, your own sexuality or whatever, I feel like especially, like, the, the newer generation, because they have so many acts, so much access to it, right? Like, 
for us growing up, we didn't have demisexuality, ace, we didn't have any of these like labels and like, or at least they weren't so like accessible, right? Sure. They weren't. So yeah, it like- certainly wasn't it. Even like we're a, a generation that was like so burnt up on the internet. And I, I'm just now learning about a lot of this stuff. Mm. For sure. For sure. And so I feel like a lot of like the younger generation is like really eager to put themselves in a box because it helps it helps to feel both individual and to feel like you're a part of something when you can put yourself into a box and i've seen just in my community i can think of a couple of people who have been almost like too set on like trying to figure out what they are and where they fit and i feel like there's too much pressure for, I feel like some people feel like there's too much pressure to put a label on themselves because of the way society is. And so like, okay, well, I must be this. And so this is everything. And then I need to pick the three things. That... Right. And then like, you know, yeah, a couple three things later, that make you a couple who you months, are. a couple years later, it's like, oh shit, this actually doesn't represent who I am. Like this maybe is more so this other sort of thing. And so it changes and things. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for community and you're trying to, figure things out it's nice but like after the initial like discovery I feel like it's not necessarily as important personally mm-hmm. however it is super important for like other people and a lot of people do put a lot oh, of importance yeah. you know oh my it's, goodness I can't really as a straight white cis guy be like you're right you're, don't worry about <laughs> it you'll be all right sure yeah yeah I don't know I don't know it's um there's there's it, a, it, it I mean there's a, a balance with all things yeah. you know like there there's there's balance with all things and I think like 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 you said it's 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 useful for some parts and it's it can be detrimental you know uh if if leaned on too excessively and if used to uh kind of like paint people in too broad of a uh, brushstrokes you know like especially in media like I really hate that kind of thing you know um I mean that's why you know when making media with people you know uh as part of the you know uh lgbtqa2s plus community like like absolutely it can be a part of their storylines you know what i mean but like don't just like make it's, the gay it's dude a, it's about a, being a gay dude yeah you know? your life is a tapestry it's it's a it's a number of things yeah find a find a community and like if you're like a part of a, a sexuality group see if there's like some people you can talk to about that but also you know get into like sea of thieves or something sure Get into like a local uh, dodgeball group. I don't know. Dodgeball's cool. Yeah, I mean, as someone who's like only in the last few years coming to realize that they're demisex, like to be quite honest, I don't know another like someone who has said that they like has outright said that they are demisexual. Like, I don't know of a community. I'm just like, hey, this is a part of who I am, but like, I'm also a grad student i am also a beauty and the beast fan like i like video games i like embroidery and stitching like i like all these different things and this is a part of my personality but it's not at least for me it's not something that i'm i choose to focus a lot on it's more just like oh this is cool to learn about myself like i'm gonna pack like file this away and like it's still a part of who i am but it's not like i don't feel the need to look hyper focus on it or like make it 95 percent of who i am sure yeah find just find like a lot of, i mean this is good life advice i think 
but go find like things you like. Yeah. As an example. Okay. Here's my week tomorrow rest. It's Monday after work. I'm going to need to calm down. Tuesday night trivia. Nice. My homies go. We do some trivia. It's a chill Wednesday. D and D Thursday, volleyball Friday. It's a friend's birthday, and it's also I'm going to go hang out with my dad. Oh. Saturday, we might go to the Renaissance Fair. We also are going to go to my friend's birthday. Saturday, football. Uh, Sunday, hardly nowhere. Well, I will also have football and... Uh, oh, you said Saturday twice. <laughs> yeah, instead yeah, of saying you Sunday, you just said Saturday. So I was like, what the fuck are you using? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Have a lot of shit to do. Have some, like, uh, you know, find some activities. Find some friends. Being active is, I think, good. That's something I need to do better at. I, like, I don't I need to find more things to fill my days with that are, like, outside of the house. Because, like, also, dating is just hard and stupid online. And so, like, I really like to try to meet somebody, like, in the real world. Like, I feel like that is... So I need to like join some clubs or go do shit and get some highly more recommend, hobbies, you know, like the people. Yeah, I, I know. But uh, I'm very biased because I luckily have had like such a good group of people since I was like 12. So I can't really I, I, I've, do, I've not done a good job of meeting new friends other than you, Zell. No, um, do, no. In all honesty, do your best. Go out there, have a lot of activities. Uh, uh, it, it has been like really instrumental for like my mental health to like do some like mind stuff, like D and D. Do some body stuff, like soccer. Sure, does yeah, truly I think help. What I found is a good place that has. I haven't had the opportunity to take a lot advantage of it too much because grad school and working and I just have every single minute of my time is either grad school or house cleaning or work or whatever. But I've seen that my library, and I mean, it might be different for your library, but like they seem to have a lot of like events of like, and a lot of it is kid focused, but like they do have like, I think they have an adult like D&D group that like meets and hangs out and stuff and yeah, get involved like your libraries are a good place not even just for any of you guys but for like any listeners that like are looking to try to meet new friends and not necessarily relationships but just develop friendships out in their community that aren't necessarily yeah. like country or whatever but like finding people things with people with things in common oh no 100 percent. like regardless i know i those are two specific specifics i brought out because that's what i do in my life but uh volleyball softball there's lots of sports D &D, others hundreds of board games i'm sure if you like there's like comic book stores that have board game nights there's like most of them do most of them yeah you're like they're gonna have board game nights D D nights things like that just uh yeah make sure you Bring Most something that smells good because sometimes those those meetups can be a little stanky. Yeah, and that's that is fair. And but if you look online, you can find like 
D&D groups that are less stanky and are like probably have like a, a group that'll be more not just gross ass dudes. <laughs> I'm sorry to be I'm sorry to be mean. Uh, a lot of D and D are just gross dudes. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. The best groups I've been part of have been a mixture of guys and gals and non-binary pals. Oh yeah, pro tip: if you're trying to make friends, take a shower. Yeah, that's just good advice. Cleanliness that's in general, good physical and even mental well-being, health is to take care of yourself. Wash your asshole. It, uh, be wash cleaning your ass doesn't make you gay. I, 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 we've that said it a lot, nice. but I'm yes. just gonna say it again. <laughs> yeah, it's our uh, bi-quarterly. We gotta tell our hey. Now, I think our listeners are probably good about it. I mean, maybe, but we don't know. And, and like, I don't want to scare off somebody. You know what I mean? Like, like, no, like I need ass checks now from all of our listeners. Send me pictures of your assholes. Of your butt. <laughs> oh, thank God she said listeners. <laughs> I mean, you're I listening played, right so you count. I played sports that I haven't showered since. So no. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you are female and are big chested, clean under your boobs and in between. That shit gets smelly if you don't clean it. And if you have man tits, do it too. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, clean, clean your little folds. You're adorable. Clean, clean them folds. Uh, if you still have your foreskin, uh, get don't have smegma. You know, don't don't smeg out with the boys. Actually, it's funny as a joke, but like it's not good as like an actual thing to do. No, I had to teach an ex about that. I had to teach an ex. Yeah, I oh. go off, was, Queen. <laughs> I he was uh, he had foreskin and didn't realize that you need he needed to clean under certain oh. parts. And so the first time I tried to, uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Nah, go 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 shower, my dude." Oh no! No! <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry to hear. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was yeah. not fun. That's rough. I'm like that, like as much as I'm like you, uh, blah. Like it also just like makes me sad because like their parents chose to keep their foreskin shit. on, which is awesome. I'm sure. totally pro not generally mutilating your child. Um, so like awesome, they have their foreskin, but you need you need to teach your child how to clean because otherwise, like they're gonna get infections, pass infections onto their partners, like. Some real bad shit can happen if you're not taking care of it. And it sucks. Like, it sucks that, like, it took until adulthood. Yes. And that they had yeah. to, like, learn from a woman as well. Like, not that there's any it's shame in learning from a woman, but, like, it just, it sucks that, like. But it wasn't their parents. In that moment, mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't fun for anyone. Sure. Oh, no, it was not. It, the, the, there was nothing that was had that night. It was a movie and fall asleep night. Yeah. Um, but right, yeah, was... let's throw on the Lego movie. <laughs> I gotta ask, no, do, awesome. do you remember what movie? I have to ask, do you know what movie it was? I know. Um, but there is canonically, a... it was the Lego movie. It could have, I mean, it could have, but he did like the Lego movie. It's a good so movie. Like it, 
fair. There's like maybe a one in like I don't know fiftieth. I don't know it, but it very well could have been. It is not completely what? out of the running that it could have been that movie. All right, it, it was um, <laughs> Iron Man three. Perfect two because that one's terrible. Oh, so it's three. Never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was saying I think it was part of a relationship. I don't know if three had come out yet, so it was. Oh, okay. well, we're really tight. Ty- well, okay, we're like okay. this at a time now. I like two because that's oh, when he does like the jump rope between. one, you know, where he does the electric whips and he's like jump roping. It's so dumb. Yeah, I love it. What? What are you talking about? At the beginning, the beginning fight scene with the guy with the electric whip thing. And he like does like a little jump rope motion. And it's very funny because he's like this big, burly, leathery muscle man. And then like he does this like, <laughs> like is this like little jump rope action. It's very funny to me. Does he make that squeak sound too? I wish. <laughs> so on. Uh, no, Edit that no, in. I'm not. I'm not gonna do a homer for these guys. They're not gonna do. Who's gonna do it? I mean, you don't know. Sure. Edit in turtle saying, "Blah blah <laughs> blah." For the. What the fuck was that? What was that? What was the blip blip What is? You know, man. Oh man, you guys made me want to look up meetup.com. Talking about like uh, what.com meetup, it's like for like hobbies, like meeting up other people to do hobbies. Oh, okay, okay, in your area and whatnot. I was assuming that you were talking about something completely different. Meetup.com. Well, how's it? How's meet spelled? Like meeting somebody, like M E E T. Like you're gonna give me your schmeet? No. I'm on other websites for that, and they, I don't do well on them. <laughs> uh, speak on that. I'm single and have been for a very long time. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, um, I feel like we've covered demisexuality a bit. And nope, not at all. Barely. <laughs> Maybe a touch. Beatrice, you got to come back and actually talk about it. <laughs> God willing, we uh, let you. Yeah, God bless. I mean, if I even want to come back, what that's do you mean, true. God willing, you guys let me? Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. The very, That's probably the best way to put it. You're right. God bless. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. You guys are right. Rudy, did you have anything that you wanted to plug? Uh, no. Uh, I do embroidery shit, but I... Even if I shared the link for that, it probably would be like weeks and weeks before I even get to it. So no. Fair enough. Well, the next time you can hype that up. Um, <laughs> slurp. Yeah. Well, can you make me like a cloak, like a wizard's cloak? I I don't I don't know how to sew stuff like that. I I could like embroider your name on a cloak that you already have. No, I don't have it. I don't have anything. <laughs> I'll just do my plugs like regular. Uh, thanks. Wait. Yeah, no, that's right. Thank Bob for cast cards. And it's an exhaustive look at the Fast and Furious Fear franchise. Uh, we recorded one like an hour before this. Uh, Fast Apersan. Listen to it when I put it out. Great. That's so chaotic. Zell? Okay, I guess, yeah, that does lead it to me. I'm Celeste. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Celeste every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 3 o'clock p.m. PST. Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday at 12 o'clock p.m. PST. And uh, Turtle Pig and I also have a merch shop. You can find it at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash taterpigshop. You can also find me at Turtle Pig Productions on 
Picardo, Twitch, Patreon, fucking YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, fucking pay me and I'll make Only art fan. for you. I do not have an OnlyFans. I do not go to Patreon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will not have an OnlyFans. But yeah. Uh, thank you, Booty Rose, again for being here with us. And uh, yes, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for having me.